So not too long ago, I held this workshop at WPPI where I gave my top 30 creative strategies to get photography clients as fast as possible without paid ads. And it killed it. It sold out. It was incredible. I've been sitting on it for a little while and I've decided to bring it back, to bring it back and to give it directly to you. You don't have to go anywhere. You don't have to pay anything either. I just want to help you grow your business each day for three days. I'm going to share with you 10 ultra unique creative ways to attract dream clients to your photography business without spending a bunch of money. I'm calling this thing the three day client blitz and it is pure gold for three days. I'm going to give you so many creative ideas to get clients in your business right now. Just go to sixfigurephotography.com forward slash blitz six S I X six figure your photography.com forward slash blitz b l i t z i can't wait to give you some incredible ideas you're listening to the six figure photography podcast with ben hartley where you get the positive energy you need to help you grow your business your relationships and your mindset if you need the show notes or want to check out the latest blog post visit sixfigurephotography.com Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Six Figure Photography Podcast. Pew, pew. <laughs> that's, that's me getting stoked. That was my, that was my attempt at it. You guys, uh, listen, welcome to the show. My name is Ben Hartley. I will be your host today. And I'm going to just assume always. Um, uh, look, you guys, the whole purpose of the Six Figure Photography Podcast is to help you grow your business. And man, I hope your business is growing. I got to tell you guys, if you've been listening to this podcast for a while, I really hope that your business um, has been moving, that you've been uh, making leaps and bounds, uh, that you've been learning from this show and elsewhere uh, to keep pushing things forward. We're in this, uh, currently right now, we're in, we'll say it's the off season for weddings, uh, you know, at least for the Midwest. And so this is really conference season for wedding photographers, portrait photographers around uh, the country. And so uh, heading out to WPPI, I'm going to be speaking there this year, really excited about that. Um, and I hope you guys are out there. You're, you're, you're heading out to some of these conferences. You're learning. You're taking in information. You guys, today we got some fun stuff. I'm really jazzed to talk to today's guest because she is in a situation she let me let me rewind. She is rocking a situation that I think many of us uh, have found us uh, yourselves in or will. And now let me just kind of lay out the situation. The situation is this: you um, are are moving, right? You've maybe you've been in business for a little while, and then uh, for whatever reason, circumstances arrive. Maybe, uh, maybe you're, uh, you know, you're a military spouse and your, your husband, your wife, they're packing up and they're moving across the country. Maybe for whatever other reason, uh, you decide to move. Um, and so now you've got to figure out how to uproot your business, transfer it to a new city and kind of start, or you might as well have moved because maybe you're just starting out and you're trying to figure out how do I enter this market? How do I step in to this industry, into this city, and establish myself as a business on the right foot? 
Well, Allison, this is what we're talking about today. Uh, we're talking about making that that transition, uh, how to get things going. So, um, Allison Hopkins is on the show today, head photographer of Allison Hopkins Photography, of course. Uh, Allison's fun. She's a, she's a, she's a who? She's got four French bulldogs. She keeps herself busy. Got a greenhouse attached to her office. Gonna have to ask some questions about that if it's legal or not. Uh, what, what we're gonna be talking about is her big shift. You guys, she uh, she moved her business uh, from Vermont uh, to Cleveland, Ohio. And now this is the fun thing. Not only did she move, but she also made the transition of going part-time with their business to going full-time. This is really exciting, guys. Dial in, pay attention right now. Before she ever officially moved to Cleveland, she had this thing figured out. She booked 40 sessions 40 sessions in a city that she didn't even live in before moving here. You guys, we're going to be talking about how to get your bookings in your first six months of starting your business or moving to a new location, hustling from a distance, uh, how to get yourself rooted once you've once you've uh, uh, moved into this new area, where to find opportunities, um, how to enter a place that already has photographers everywhere. There's already a saturated market in Cleveland. I know because I'm a couple hours away and I'm shooting there all the time, Allison. <laughs> um, and so without further ado, I hope you guys are dialed into this and you're just as jazzed as I am. Allison Hopkins, how are you? I'm doing good. Thank you so much for having me, Ben. Yeah, I just think this is such an important conversation that uh, that a lot of people, they're in it. Allison, they're in it, or they just got through it, or or they attempted it and it was rough, and they're still trying to figure out how to enter. Maybe they've been in the city for the last year, and they're still like, I'm still in this transition period, and so I'm just really excited for what we got going on. Allison, for you, let's just kind of get a couple things, uh, some foundations here. Is it really just your focus? Is is it on wedding photography? Are you doing stuff within other uh, kind of niches? Yeah, so I would say primarily wedding photography. It's, you know, it's my main focus. I love doing it, obviously. And then I actually do lifestyle photography as well. Um, I would say my marketing is more geared towards weddings. But uh, like I, last week, I had two fresh 48s um, to do and a couple of families that have uh, just wanted a winter wonderland kind of feel um, in Cleveland. So I definitely do other things as well. Um, and those are just, I, to me, they're just like other fun things I get to do as, in this job. Nice. So you said lifestyle and then you rewind. You said fresh what? You did a couple of fresh what sessions? Oh, yeah. Sorry. Um, so it's like, I think that's fairly new. They're called Fresh 48 Sessions. Fresh um, 40. Wait, yeah. Fresh 47? Fresh 48. So... It's like, so within the first 48 hours of um, someone giving birth that you go to the oh. hospital um, because generally people are there for 48 hours and um, you get to just be like the, the, the eye, you, the document, you know, the peach fuzz uh, for new, that newborns have the you know, the little hospital bracelet um, just get the, you know, like they have the footprints. Um, um, so just like all the cute stuff that comes with having a baby, I guess. Nice. I was originally thinking fresh 40, you, you were doing your 40 year old birthday parties. This is a thing. <laughs> there's, there's, uh, you know, 
middle-aged adult people eating cake uh, in front of a canvas backdrop. I was trying to imagine what this would be. Or maybe they're drinking smoothies. It seems very fresh. But it's good. So Fresh 48. So this is like newborn <laughs> photography, but it's Fresh 48. Sorry, I'm, I'm just really, I haven't heard this before. Is Fresh 48, is this more, is it have a bend towards more lifestyle-based uh, imagery where newborn photography maybe is is something else? So help me understand the difference. Yeah. So a lot of times when I talk to, you know, expectant couples, um, this is something that definitely has come up. I actually um, am pretty new to the term too within probably the last couple of years. But uh, yeah, it's more of a documentary kind of style. It's To me, it's very candid. Like we don't do any posing of the newborn. It's mostly like they're laying in the, like the little bed that they have. And we, you know, just do, um, a lot of like shallow depth of field photos, um, just see it like, you know, the little nails and the little toes. And, um, sometimes like the parents will want a photo or two, you know, holding their, their newborn, but a lot of it is just to get kind of the, um, I guess like the essence of the first 48 and then, yeah. And then, um, from there, usually they'll book you know, a newborn session where we go to their home in the first one or two weeks. But yeah, it's like definitely, it's definitely not like birth photography. Like I don't, um, I'm not doing the birth, but it's kind of just right after. Interesting. Okay. So the birth has already happened. Gotcha. Yep. Man, now I want to have a whole podcast dedicated to this whole thing. This, uh, oh this yeah, is no, it's great. It's, I love doing them. It's really fun. So cool. I love this. Okay, cool. So then, um, let's kind of just start, like, look, we could go all the way back into like, how did you start as a photographer? But to be honest, I don't really care. I, so, yeah, I think there's more important things to talk about. Like, you know, yeah, yeah. sometimes you got to talk about that stuff and you're like, so how did you get in the industry? And you're like, well, I was a musician and then I started, like, I just don't really care. So let's, yeah. <laughs> so, so let's talk about, let's die. I, I, Cause it's just too many good things to talk about. So you were living in Vermont and then something uprooted you to come to Cleveland. Let's just go right into this whole kind of thing where you realized you were about to move. So first, first off, um, what brought you to Vermont in the first place? Yeah, so um, just a very brief backstory. So my um, my master's is in higher education. And so I've been working at different colleges for the last five years, um, specifically in student activities. So college, you know, like the clubs and the student orgs or like the events students have, that's pretty much my jam. That's what I did. And so we lived in DC for two years. I worked at UConn in Connecticut for two years. And then I actually got a job um, as an assistant director at Bennington College in Vermont. So that's how we got there. Um, I worked at the college full time. And then my husband, who is actually a band director, um, worked in Massachusetts. So we were up there um, working our nine to fives. And yeah, I was there for about... I would say like half a year. And um, like, you you know, that we're from the Midwest. I was raised in Medina, Ohio. And my husband is also from um, the Northeast Ohio region. So we were just thinking. Medina? Dude, I just booked a wedding in Medina and I didn't know how oh, to pronounce yeah? it. I said Medina. I was like, so. I know. <laughs> Ohio names, man. They're just, they're just weird. I think I'm just illiterate. <laughs> is what it comes <laughs> hey, keep going, keep going. So, so oh, yeah. yeah. yeah so, uh, yeah, so we just kind of sat down. You know, I think we were happy in what we were doing, but um, like my sister just found out she was pregnant at that time. And, you know, we really missed our families. Um, and I always was just, you know, I I had always seen myself coming back to Cleveland. Um, 
every time we came back for the holidays, the Cleveland's an awesome place. It's just like community. People are super friendly. Um, love it. So we were thinking, okay, what is our, what are we doing? Like what, what are we doing here if that's where we want to be? And so we started talking and I said, to be honest, like I want to do this full time right now. I feel like I'm doing things that I like, but I want to do things that I love. And my husband was very much um, in that boat as well. Like he loved his job in Massachusetts, but he's actually um, way more into marching band. And so we wanted to move back to the Midwest where he could focus on what he loved and what I could focus on what I love. So that's kind of how we started um, probably January of 2018. So like a year ago. And from January 18 on, pretty much just hustled and made it happen. Um, we knew we wanted to move in summer once he was done with his school year. And it was just a really good time, I think, for me as well. That's awesome. So in Vermont, I'm just just to be clear, in Vermont, you were part-time uh, as a photographer, um, not fully full-time yet. And it was when you decided in combination that, hey, we're going to move and I'm going to transition to full-time. Is that correct? Yep. Yep. So, so, so now let's talk about like, I think that, um, I mean, goodness, I think for so many people, it's like, well, I'm, I'm moving, I guess I'll, as I get there, I'll kind of figure stuff out and try to dive in. It seems like you, you went like Omega, like proactive on this whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I, it was always one of those things that I was like, maybe someday that could happen. Um, I think, you know, with full-time work, I when you have a degree, a, an advanced degree in something, and you feel like you also work for that too, it's hard to um, justify doing something that maybe isn't, you're not quite as familiar with. There's no guarantees. Um, but for me, it's like when I go, when I do something, it's all in. Um, and I think over, you know, the past this is my 10th year being a wedding photographer. It was just one of those things where this has been always a joy and a constant um, part-time gig. And no matter what other passions I have, it's always been photography. So yeah. So I was like, let's do it. Let's, let's do it big and let's, you know, give it everything I got because I want to do it now. And, you know, I don't want to wait another 10 years to do this. Yeah. So what was that like? I mean, where did you even begin, uh, you know, like essentially hustling from a distance, right? Like what were you doing? Uh, what were some of the original steps that you took as you knew that you were going to enter into this, this market that you were currently not a part of? Yeah. So I think like that night I sat down, opened my email and made just like a big Google doc folder of like everything. And so I kind of just free wrote. I opened a Google Doc and just wrote every idea I had um, from making new friends, from, you know, learning things that I needed to learn that maybe weren't as important when I was part time. Um, but now looking at full time, like I needed to have these skills. I needed to be able to do these things to get myself where I needed to. So I kind of just like made a giant list. Um, uh, you know, some things panned out really well. Some things maybe were, you know, an idea I had, um, but I didn't pursue as much. But I just giant list. Um, and then I started making goals. And I think um, one of the things I learned a lot through higher ed is making smart goals. So goals that are um, specific, measurable, um, achievable, you know, th that are actually um, executable. So that's what I did. Um, 
and started there. Uh, I also started talking to um, some of the people I knew in Cleveland. So I did have a couple weddings uh, over the past couple years where I lived in New England, but I came back over the summer to Ohio. So I started looking back at like those um, those galleries and those files because I knew that that's what I needed to do as far as marketing. Um, but yeah, I guess just like a big brain dump of every idea I had. Nice. So we need to go through that list. You realize yeah. that that's what we're <laughs> going to talk about now. We're just going to talk about like, okay, so what didn't work? What did you not even get to? But then like, what were some of the gems? Let's just, you know, let's not talk about what didn't work. Let's just, let's focus yeah. it on the gems, right? Because you, I mean, uh, there's some really exciting stuff that happened. So what were some of the things that you uh, started to implement? And I actually want to focus right now, if it's okay, on things that you did while you were remote, things that okay. you began to think about while you were in Vermont, because I think that there's uh, once you actually get to the city, then like the the floodgates open and there's like every opportunity everywhere, everywhere, mm -hmm. right? But like, what yeah. did you do to set yourself up for success that way? When you arrived to the city, you had things cooking. Yeah, so I guess I should framework this as well, um, just about my my employment at Bennington. So the people there are, you know, freaking awesome. Um, everyone was super supportive. They knew that we wanted to go back to Ohio. And so I think I feel I need to have that as a caveat because some of these things, I think if you are looking to change Jasmine, you might not be able to do if you're full-time maybe isn't as supportive or doesn't know that you're trying to make the leap, but I'll, I'll start there. So they knew that I was excited. And so, um, the first thing that I felt comfortable doing is working on my SEO for my website. Um, I think you really need to think about things. Like you said, what are things I can do remotely? I can't be there in person. I can't make these connections in person. So what can, what, you know, what can I control? So I would say I started looking into SEO. Um, it was one of those things, you know, you hear um, some photographers talk about, but I was always like, ah, you know, that's too technical. I don't want to learn about that right now. And so that was that I guess that's my first piece of advice is do things that like you haven't done. Maybe you've been putting on the back burner, but you you need to do. And so that was an overhaul of my website. I looked at it. Um, I thought about as far as like keywords that I needed to do, um, what kind of blog topics I wanted. I learned a lot more about blogging. Um, I actually don't think I had been doing it well at all prior to the move. So I learned about keywords and I learned about, um, you know, having really good uh, links put in, breaking up my paragraphs, um, categorizing everything. Um, I jumped into Google Analytics. That was something, again, I had no, you know, I had no idea. And so I uh, went online and looked up, you know, there's a lot of great information about Google Analytics and how to read it, um, as well as YouTube. And so that was kind of where I started, I guess, as far as remote work is looking at blog writing, the SEO, and really overhauling my portfolio. Um, there so was trying to make it more focused. It sounds like turning your turning your copy, turning your SEO, turning your keywords, uh, and transitioning it from where you were in Vermont and starting to uh, have it all directed towards the Cleveland market. Is that correct? Yep. Yep. So just trying to get everything down, um, focused on those couples who would be booking through Cleveland. Love it. Are you familiar with, like, I, I, I'm just going to acknowledge something like I, I, maybe I, maybe you are, maybe you will surprise me. Are you, you know, I, I don't know if you do a lot with SEO. Um, 
But one of the big things that I, I don't know if people it's on this topic is just like your citations, your local citations and all the opportunity that is there that, um, that exists to have, uh, to have that stuff. Uh, and especially the opportunity when it's done right. Are you familiar with what I'm talking about? Uh, do you mean like having all of your info on like other links? Exactly. Like all there, there's like a hundred, there's like probably a couple hundred, um, like free sites that list your website and, and, and they cite it. When I say cite it, like their citations, you know, it's going to be your address, phone number, hours of operation, everything from like, um, Yelp to like yellow pages to like all these listing sites that list you as a business. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yep. And they're and they're free, um, but when you have a hundred of them or whatever that, and this is the important part that are all listing the 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 exact same information, your exact same written out city, state, address, uh, all like down to the uh, capitalization, everything is exactly the same. That that continuity coming from you know a hundred, two hundred free listed sites adds a ton of credibility to your website in regards to organic reach locally, right? Um, so like within the, within the Cleveland market, does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. No, that's great. I actually, I, I like know some things like obviously like Yelp and Google business, but I haven't looked at like all of them. So that's great. And there's actually, um, there's companies that you can, uh, pay n- not even a ton, but they will actually take, you can enter that data one time, hire the company, and then they will fill out all your citations for you. Oh, wow. Um, and it's, and it's pretty sweet. Um, I think it's maybe white spark. I'm going to get a link down in the show notes for, for people. Cause I've hired a company to do this for us. It was a great move. Um, but just as you're talking about this, like, yes, I love that you converted all your information on your website, your copy, letting people know on your website that you were a Cleveland wedding photographer, that kind of stuff, creating blog posts around it. But then I guess even taking it another step further and using something like maybe white spark or, or taking a look at maximizing your local citations and having them all get transitioned to be Cleveland ones, I think is awesome. Okay, cool. Sorry. I'm just, I'm, I'm kind of just brainstorming. <laughs> here with you. I'm like, Oh, what, what about that? Um, so, so what else? What else? Okay. So the other thing that I did was I completely overhauled the way I managed my time. And I know that, you know, it, depending on who you are, it's, you know, how you want to, uh, kind of, you know, compartmentalize your time. For me, it was like in my spare time, this is what I got to be working on. And so, one of the things that I did look at, obviously, because I, I'm on this podcast and I listen to you all the time, are podcasts in the car. So one of the things I did right away is I love podcasts. I feel like I learn a lot um, just listening. And so I looked up you know, your podcast, looked through all the topics I think that could have helped me. I looked up, uh, let's see, Jenna Kutcher's podcast, which was super helpful, um, the Boca podcast. So just a ton of different podcasts. And when I had a free, you know, kind of just spans of time, whether it was in the car or um, just because in Vermont, it we didn't have a Target or we didn't have a lot of shopping right where we live. So we did have to drive 45, 50 minutes to get to the nearest like shopping area. I would just listen to podcasts. And that was really, really helpful. I learned a lot of really good stuff. Um, I learned a lot of resources. I would definitely um, say that was a huge thing. So yeah, so podcasts. Um, The other thing I did was, again, I was working full time, so I needed to start getting smarter about the way 
I was um, getting content out there. So anytime I had downtime, instead of playing, you know, like a game on my phone or doing something else, scrolling Facebook, I actually drafted all my Instagram posts. At that point, I didn't do, and I still don't, I don't do automation for it, but I wanted to have a backlog of just photos and content that was ready to go whenever I needed it to be. And so, yeah, I, I sent myself through, I'm, through I'm, this is my like method, I, through iMessage, I sent myself everything that was relatable to my current portfolio. And then I just made my posts. And now, even now, when I'm out and I want to post something, I can just, I don't know if people know that, is that you can make draft um, Instagram posts and then later just, you know, send them out. And so instead of having to come up with, the photo, the caption, and all the, you know, the linking and the hashtag is already there. And so that was just something I was, I was done with. So anytime I had extra time, that's what I was doing. Um, and then the other thing that I started doing was anytime I had a session uh, in Vermont, and I also shot a lot in the Berkshires, which is an amazing uh, community for weddings. They're so cool. Um, I would, right after the wedding or session, I would take my voice memo out on my phone and I just record my thoughts verbally, um, just kind of, again, word vomit, all of my ideas about how I felt during the session, what we did during the session, so that later when I was going to write about it for my blog, it wasn't like mm. I had to like remember everything. And so yeah. I would replay it. So those are kind of like my tips and tricks, I guess, for time management when you're trying to do so many things, but maybe you know, you don't have that kind of time. Um, so yeah, definitely looking at your time. I love the voice memo thing. I think that's brilliant. That's, that's amazing. All right, podcast listeners, we're going to take a quick pause here in order to give a thank you to the supporters of the SFP podcast, because if you're listening, it likely means that you have a small business or you know someone who does. And if this is you, you are wearing far too many hats. And some of these hats are amazing, right? Like being a photographer, but some like filing taxes, running payroll, not so great. This is where Gusto comes in. This is the solution, you guys. Gusto, G-U-S-T-O, Gusto. Gusto makes payroll, taxes, HR actually easy for small businesses. I used to be on like an old school payroll processor from like 1982 and it was terrible. Gusto now has fast, simple payroll processing. Uh, this is the really cool thing. They automatically pay and file your federal, state, and local taxes so you don't have to worry about it. Um, they make like, like W-2s, sending out 1099s, uh, incredibly easy to run. You guys, those old school clunky payroll providers, the one that I was on that I just left, uh, they just weren't built for the way that the small modern business uh, is meant to work, but Gusto is. You guys, no joke. I got really excited because I switched to Gusto before they contacted me uh, to come on as an advertiser. I'm like, this just makes sense. I actually use this thing. Um, the really cool thing too is everything is online, like the ability to sign, store, and organize all the employee documents. It's all online. It's all in one place. You guys, let Gusto wear one of your many hats. Uh, it gets better because for you podcast listeners, you get the first three months free when you run your first payroll. Try this demo out for yourself at gusto.com forward slash photo. That's gusto.com, G-U-S-T-O forward slash photo. 
look, we're going to stay on theme here and keep talking about giving you guys solutions for all the things that are terrible to do. Um, so you guys remember when you started your small business, right? Like it was no small fee. Uh, you're spending uh, late nights, early mornings, the occasional all-nighter. Bottom line, uh, ever since then, you've been insanely busy, right? And so one of the biggest challenges uh, is invoicing and it's accounting, Right. Let's make things a little bit easier in 2019. Our friends at FreshBooks have a solution. FreshBooks, this is invoicing and accounting software designed specifically for you as small business owners. It's simple, it's intuitive, and it keeps you way more organized than the dusty shoebox filled with crumpled receipts. You can create and send professional-looking invoices in 30 seconds. And then the best part is uh, get them paid two times faster with automated online payments. Uh, I love that part. File expenses even quicker. Uh, Keep them perfectly organized for tax time. And the best part is this. As your business continues to grow, which it will in 2019, let's be honest, you're going to always have the tools that you need when you need them without ever having to like figure out or learn all this accounting shenanigans, right? So you guys... 24 million people are using FreshBooks. Try it out for 30 days free. There's no credit card required. There's no catch. Uh, Go to freshbooks.com forward slash photography, freshbooks.com forward slash photography, and then enter six-figure photography in the section where it asks, how did you hear about FreshBooks, right? Make sure you get that part down. When it asks, how did you hear about FreshBooks, enter six-figure photography, you're going to get your first 30 days free. I'm excited for you guys to check out FreshBooks. All right, let's get back to the show. So then you did some very some very uh, direct uh, what I want to you did something that was very direct because you 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 booked forty gigs like right uh, in Cleveland from Vermont. Uh, so I love how we're talking right now that this is all stuff that's needed, right? It's like to get that timing down, switch out some core stuff. But this is a little bit more like long form, habit based kind of things. What were some of the things that you started to actively do to create leads like now, like like book like energy now, first six months uh, type of stuff? Sure. So would you? Is it okay if I talk about the couple of sessions I did? yeah if it'll help people if it's not gonna (laughs) help people then let's not talk about it (laughs) oh no it it totally will help you like it's it's probably the best thing that i did right away so yeah so like as ben mentioned um when i was still in vermont i knew that again like like you said all these things are great but they're not in person and so i immediately looked at what was possible at um as far as traveling back to ohio And the thing that I really, um, the only really big spans of time between then and June was coming home for Memorial Day. And the thing that I, I would, you know, and I still utilize this for, for different things, but I'm a part of a lot of different Facebook groups on, um, for local areas. So like Cleveland has a ton of them. We have different, um, I guess suburbs and different like sections of the city that have their own forums. And so what I did is I sat down again, I'm a big Google Docs kind of person. Um, I wrote the copy that I wanted to use for all my Facebook um, posts asking for couples. And I think being really, really honest, um, really helped as far as getting the couples. And I'll definitely note uh, Jenna Kudger's podcast, she always talks about serving first. And that was definitely my MO is that I wanted to be really honest and just tell them, 
listen, I'm new here. Here's my work. Here's a, you know, here's my link and here's my work. I want to get to know you. I want to meet really cool couples who would be down to work with me for 20, 30 minutes um, over this weekend. And the reason is I'm, again, I'm new. I want to be a part of Cleveland. I want to do well here. And I just want to have some fun. There was no, I'll, I'll say this too, there was no fee. So even when couples messaged me and said, I love this opportunity. We love your work. What's the fee? There, you know, I guess there could have been something I could have charged, but I was very clear, like, no, there's no fee. I want to, I want to know you. That's the fee is like getting to know you. So, um, yeah, so I had a spreadsheet literally by the half hour for those four days over Memorial Day weekend. And anytime I got, you know, somebody who really wanted to do it, I would shoot them an email and just say, here's the time slots I have open. What can you do? And okay, we got we got pause for a second. I got to rewind. So sure. just to be clear, forty sessions over four days, ten sessions a day. Yep, love that. And I'm not. I like when you said it was free. I'm like, yeah, of course. It just makes total sense. Like, I think the way that you we have to reconsider what this is. This is not free work. This is um, your marketing budget, right? So fine, go ahead and and like consider the fact that you would like you're you're getting your brand established within the city creating a portfolio of work that's local to the city meeting all these people right um so rather than maybe paying the the maybe the 4000 to go to you know a bridal show um right off the bat I hope you still do I love bridal shows but anyhow mm-hmm. um that money you essentially invested in yourself and and put out 40 sessions and so I just want like to make that that clear in case there was a rejection as people were listening to like oh is this free work well ah, I, I think this is this isn't an incredibly intentional strategy behind you know what you're doing when entering a new market right when entering a new market um so and we got to rewind on this whole forum thing because you lost me there so okay. <laughs> you, 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 you'd found, you were posting this up on forums. Yeah. So, uh, and I bet there are a ton of Columbus forums as well. Maybe just even for personal reasons, if you want to join, but so like in Cleveland, what's an example of like a forum for ex- like, can, and are we talking just Facebook forums? Are we talking uh, like other websites? Um, no, I pretty much stuck to Facebook because I'm on there all the time. I'm not afraid to say that I'm like on Facebook all the time. So, um, yeah. So like a forum, let me give you an example. Uh, like a Facebook group. Yeah. So like a, a group, um, not a page. So I wasn't posting really on pages just because unless you're really like the admin of it, no one's going to see your stuff. I think guests can yeah. post, but it doesn't show up. So um, there are a lot of really great communities um, right around Cleveland. So Rocky River has a community. Um, there's one for Lakewood. You have to be careful though, obviously, because some of those are not for, you know, advertising, although it was the way that I worded it, I think was um, intentional uh, as well, just because it wasn't like, I want to, I want to sell you something, but it was, I want to learn, I want to meet new people. This is what I do. There was um, no gotcha at the end of this. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So, yeah. So I did one in Rocky river. I did one, I think in Hudson, um, just a lot of different um, areas. And let me say that even even though it this the purpose was to drive interest to do these sessions, it was also amazing for my website 
because I, even though I couldn't do every single per, you know, couple who inquired, I had hundreds of hits on my website every day because people either wanted to see more of my work, people wanted to book the couple session, or maybe they just, you know, wanted to see uh, what my story was. And so it was, it was really great. I think that really did help me as well. Um, and then the other cool part is that people were posting, you know, I'd post this thing and then someone would tag the friend in it. So it wasn't just me who was doing everything. People were also really excited to get their friends involved, get their family involved as well. Yes. So there's this, you know, there's, in the photography industry, there's this question of like, there, when, when you hold the ball, it's all very different, right? So like when someone comes to you and says, hey, would you do uh, some engagement pictures for me? I'll make sure that I give you some good exposure. Then like our innate reaction is kind of like, okay, F you, exposure is not going to pay the bills, right? But when it's an intentional strategy of you're in a new city, you know no one, no one is hitting your website, you've got no work from any of the venues or any of the locations to blog about, to SEO about, any of that stuff. And you're saying, hey, I'll, I will, you know, and you're not saying you're doing it for exposure, but that's what's ha- occurring. It's just a very different thing. And it's just, I think it's important to acknowledge the difference between those two things, right? Yeah, no, I think, and I guess, yeah, no, what you're saying is exactly it. And I think a good maybe analogy is that I could have totally bypassed this, right? I could have decided, you know what, I don't want to pay $150 for a plane ticket. I don't want to spend that kind of time, um, you know, when I, you know, when I could be doing like a Google AdWord, but instead of, you know, putting that money towards an online marketing, this exactly is what you're saying. I I wanted to do face to face uh, kind of interaction um, and thought it was the best way. And honestly, it was, Uh, I think out of everything I did, I, you know, I just went out and got dinner with one of the couples that I had taken photos of. Um, And that was like back in May. And it was, again, it wasn't like I, there was any transaction. It was like, Hey, you're really cool. Let's go get Mexican food. And we did. So I think besides just getting the exposure, which, and I can talk a little bit about like the process shooting and then also what I, you know, what kind of copy I sent to them after. But I, as a person who is just, I'm, you know, I'm 29 years old. I'm in a pretty new city as far as my social network. It was just like great to make new friends. And so it definitely was rewarding, not just for the business, but also that I have, you know, I know people now, which is super cool. Yeah. Yeah. It's really hard to put an ROI in relationships. It's just, it's one of those things that is, it's an exponential thing. You just can't do it. So I need more clarification here. We're not talking about, and maybe we are, but we're not talking about Facebook ads, right? This is you just going into um, the different community groups that existed and offering your service. Is that correct? Exactly. So, yep, no ads, um, nothing paid. It was pretty much I looked at the different groups and I was like, I was super happy. I got, I got a lot of people who were interested, um, even people who were not uh, like a couple, but they were just like, could I do a portrait session? Um, so, yeah, so it was great. Um, I think I had like one of those that I did do, but everything else was all just people just wanting to help just um, wanting to uh, be a part of it. So, Allison, I'm going to put you on the spot here. Uh, would you be open to sharing your copy that you that you wrote 
inside these groups. Now, before you answer this, I want the community to understand, and you can also change it a little bit if you'd like, uh, Allison, that like the, the, the way that her copy works, if she says that she'll share it, cool. But the way that it works is it was authentic to her. It was genuine. And my guess is, is not salesy. And, and as I'm saying this, I want to encourage you guys, if you take a look at this copy, use it as inspiration um, and, and to see what this looked like to not, um, to not, uh, come in guns a blazing, uh, pushing your, your, your product. Um, but Allison, would you be up for, for sharing what you wrote? Yeah. So I'll, I'll kind of go, um, I'll talk about what I shared on the groups and then also what I did in my emails. Um, so Ooh, yeah, emails, so, we didn't talk about you girl. You're not on us. What about emails now? Yeah. Okay. Well, so every, so when, um, couples would email, I had, you know, because I was getting so many, I, I, I didn't want to keep writing it over and over again. So I had a, like a template kind of email that I sent back, but then I would put actual, like, um, you know, I would put actual like stuff in it about the couple. And so the, the stuff that I'd ask is like, you know, or I would say is thank you so much. This is awesome. Uh, I really appreciate you um, being so interested. Um, I kind of reiterated again, like my story is I'm moving here from Vermont um, and Cleveland is such an awesome community and that's why I'm doing this. And I was very clear. Um, I also was very clear again, like you said, um, that there's no cost to this. Um, but I would, you know, obviously would love to talk to you guys um, and learn more about you as a couple while we're together. And then um, something else I did. So I guess, let me backtrack for a second. When I was deciding where to have these 40 couple sessions, it wasn't um, just random. I specifically looked at the top places in Cleveland that couples want to get photos done either for wedding or engagement because I wanted my SEO to be awesome. And so the the thought behind doing these couple sessions, yes, I obviously am trying to make these like organic, real relationships, which was number one. Number two was then taking those photos, you know, editing them, editing them in my style, um, delivering them, serving the customer, you know, the client, and then using the location as a blog post for SEO. So I can say we were at, you know, um, the pier down in Cleveland, we were at the arcade, we were at all these places because I wanted, I wanted to, I want to shoot there. And I think being really intentional about choosing those locations based on where I, you know, in the future want to shoot was important. Um, for as far as the, the couples go, I also added a part and it was, is a very basic Google, uh, survey link. I said, here are the dates that are open. Please let me know which one you would like. And then I said, as a secondary thing, could you please click on this link and just answer a few questions about you and your, you know, your spouse or your partner or your boyfriend, girlfriend, um, you know, before we, we shoot together. And it was, where did you meet? Um, how long have you been together? And then it said, what is your favorite part about living in Cleveland? Um, and again, that was intentional because I want, I want my blog to be about Cleveland. I want my website to be targeted towards this area. And so even if I was shooting maybe in Ohio City and I could talk about, you know, we were at Great Lakes Brewery and it was beautiful and there's this brick wall. I also added at the end of the blog post, here's a little bit more about the couple and they will talk about Mitchell's ice cream or they would talk about, you know, Lakewood. And so it's just like a great way to, I think, represent the couple's in their most authentic selves, you know, offering their voice, but then also 
getting those really, you know, Cleveland based areas back into my blog. Yeah. Love this. You know, I love the hustle that's coming behind this. And I just, I just have to acknowledge this. I think that, you know, even as we were talking the very beginning of this, the intro, uh, to this podcast, I think some people probably got really excited, like, oh, there's this thing that if I just do this one thing, then it'll all come together. And there is, it's like, you've got to actually show up, you know, like, I love that you mm-hmm. got on a plane that you flew to Cleveland after you got all these sessions booked and you actually came here in person and, and you met people and you shot and you created content and an imagery, uh, from, uh, from the place that you're going to move into. Um, and you did it smart. Like you did it with intentionality of how you were going to kind of maximize all these things. Another thing too, like this is a, and I don't know if you did this at all, Allison, but mm-hmm. one thing that we did was we contacted not just, um, when we moved to Columbus, uh, cause we, we did this too. Right. Uh, we also contacted vendors, um, to actually be involved in the shoots, uh, and we would hire the vendors. So we hired florists, right. To create stuff for the shoe or, or we would contact venues that we really liked and we wanted to kind of get established with and to give them content of our work. And, uh, and then as well to blog that specific venue that we photographed at. So it was less just like kind of the general area. We weren't really hyper specific on things like, Hey, we're going to go photograph at the, you know, in your situation, the Cleveland museum of art. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we would contact venues and, uh, and just open that door. Uh, and let them know. And, of, and they were almost just like, okay, sure, whatever. Yeah. But there's always going to be the, okay, sure, whatever. Who are you to start? Right. So might as well start it now or earlier. Do you know what I mean? Like right. there's always going to be this period of time when you contact someone, they're going to be like, sure, whatever. Yeah. It's like normal for photographers to shoot at our space. Why would you even be calling to ask? Um, because I want you to know my name. And it's going to start today, right? It's like, it starts here. And now I'm going to at least plant the seed. But then when I email you and I send you those pictures, you're going to remember me. And when I send you a link to the reformatted sized images and and, and I call it your social media catalog to use these images on Instagram when you don't have something to post, then you're going to remember my name even more. Um, And so it's like you start that, that, that step early. Yep. Yeah, that's great. That's fantastic. Sorry, I went off on a rant. I got, no, I got no, jazzed. like that's, that's a great. No, I think that's even you know, like you said, hyper specific. That's fantastic because you know, you, and you know, Columbus and Cleveland, there's so many great spaces, and there's even like places where, I, like, I just photographed at the Cleveland Museum of Art this January, and it's just it's so great. It's great being there and being able to say like I'm going to deliver these images to you and seeing their excitement and knowing that you know. You can share a winter wedding with someone who's planning their wedding next winter. It's it's great. Yep. Love this. So then once you got here, what were some of the things that you did to really kind of root yourself into the Cleveland culture, into this place and kind of establish yourself that like, yes, you are here. Uh, you've arrived. Yeah. So the first thing that I did, and it's still on my list of things to do, um, I, I, I would say I cut down on it a little bit just because it got busy, but I was very... Um, intentional about reaching out to other photographers in the area. Um, like my, the, actually the girl who did my wedding pictures a couple years ago, we got married in um, Middleburg Heights in the kind of south, south of Cleveland. She actually lives 15 minutes away from me now. And so she's amazing. And we, you know, I told her right away that we were moving back and we hang out all the time now, but I also, uh, contacted other one, you know, other um, creatives in the area. And the way I did that 
is I went on Instagram and searched the hashtag Cleveland Weddings and then also Cleveland Photographers. And Mm -hmm. I looked up photographers who either I would say like were very similar to my style or they were just cool. You know, their content really spoke, their, their copy really was fun. And I thought we could vibe well. And, and yeah, and we connected. Um, and again, like this was not, I did not phrase it as I want to meet you because I want a second for you, or I want to meet you because I want to get more bookings or anything of that nature. It was, Hey, I'm new. I want to make friends. And this area is totally new to me. So if you have time, I'd love to just like meet up and chat. And I didn't bring, you know, I didn't bring flip out my business card. I was not there to, you know, interview them for any reason. It was very much like, let's just talk about you. Let's just talk about what did you do last weekend? It was not at all. I didn't, I don't even think I brought up business period um, until it happened organically, or maybe they wanted to talk about my story Um, but yeah, so I strive to meet at least three different creatives or vendors a week. And that has been huge for me. Um, I have friends who are coordinators or I have friends who I'm actually in the, also the Tuesdays together for our local chapter. And it's just been like really great. Um, just also just having the support of people who are going through similar things. Um, yeah, so that's been, that's been really, really helpful making those connections. And then also, you know, when I get referrals, maybe for dates that I can't do, it's great to have a network to say, Hey, I know a really great photographer. Here's their info, um, you know, and go from there. Yeah. Yeah. I think the Tuesdays together option is huge. Uh, there may be a chapter in whatever city, if you're listening and you're, and you're heading somewhere. Um, but if not, there's, there's always local meetups. There's always groups and to become active in those. Um, and then I love, man, just like the, the really putting yourself out there portion of things of just like, uh, asking people to lunch, asking people to coffee, three different people a week. It is, um, it's, I mean, it's really like, whatever you become next year, whatever successes you, you have anything like that. Um, the, the, the number one thing that will move you from where you are today to where you want to be in the next year, five years, 10 years, whatever those goals are, it's just going to be relationships. It's going to be other people. It's not going to be your Facebook ads. It's not going to be your SEO. It will be people. And don't get me wrong, Facebook ads and SEO can help in that process. They can facilitate it. They can move you, but but not to the to the exponential degree that other relationships will. And I just I sometimes I want to shake people um, into like you just you don't understand that until you do it for a year and you look back and then you actually almost meditate on it and not meditate in like a wishy washy way, but just actually consider how the hell did you get to where you are today really look back at, at, at who is actually there. It's really easy to, to start to think that we did it, you know, that like, yeah, I did it. I'm a doer. I like kick ass and I'm like really talented and I like made everything happen. And, uh, and until you really start to consider and don't get me wrong, look, I'm sure there's some of you out there who you just, you did it all right. I get it. Um, but how much more could you have done if it wasn't just you? Exactly. Exactly. And I think, that's, that's really key too, is that I think there's always, you know, I'm a part of other photographer groups as well. And there's some who, you know, they want one key to it. You know, if I can just unlock the right copy for a Facebook ad, then I can get all the inquiries. And it's, it's just not 
it's not like that. Um, and, and like you said, I think another really great example of what you're saying about relationships and just kind of being yourself. Um, I also, I listened to this other podcast called my favorite murder. Uh, Oh yeah, me too. Yeah. It's, it's great. Right. And there's actually a Cleveland chapter here. So there's a Cleveland murderinos group and I joined because I was like, this is really cool. Um, there's lots of cool people here. And I actually booked a bride from being in that group. There was uh, a local um, bride who had still was still looking for a photographer and said, hey, I'm a photographer. Let's meet up. And she's great. I mean, we again, like we talk about her wedding um, now that it's coming up this year, but we also just go out for drinks and we go out for food and it's great. And so I think, again, just like you said, being finding those relationships that really that you really jive with and that you really can cultivate is so important. I love this. This is awesome. Um, Allison, if there was one last nugget, one actionable step, and maybe you've already listened to it, but now you're just going to like reiterate it, drive it home, but it needs to be actionable. If someone is, is starting their business up, right? Maybe it doesn't exist. They're, they're really going to start to put their stake in the ground. Uh, maybe they are going to move. What is that actionable step that you want someone, uh, or you would encourage someone to do? Let's get really practical here. Yeah. Um, Actionable step, I think, and let me know if this is too general because I can definitely give an example, but the number one thing that I think is super, super important is don't get complacent. Uh, There's so many things that you can do to make it work. And I think that sometimes we do these things and then we think, okay, we're done. You know, I, I did, I moved all my portfolio, I, I updated my portfolio or I did these shoots or I did this, but I really don't you know, want to go further just because you felt like you've established. And to me, I just feel like I'm never done learning. I'm never done um, following what's the latest in our, in our field. Um, So yeah, so I guess a good example of this would be um, for Pinterest. So I, I had always been an Instagram kind of person, always um, doing the Facebook thing, but I just started Pinteresting And that was something that, again, was kind of on my list of, "Ah, I don't really want to do that right now. I'm doing too much or I, you know, that's not something that I ever want to know. And I was like, you know what, this is good for you. And so I listened to some podcasts. I went on YouTube, learned more about why you should Pinterest, how to Pinterest, um, what is like the normal thing to do if you're trying to, you know, uh, get found through hashtags. And yeah, it's fantastic. It's, you know, it's one of those areas that I think is really unchecked right now, um, as far as like, what should be in your marketing plan. But now whenever I do a blog, I do 70 plus pins to that blog. And they're all different. You know, if I did a wedding, I just did a wedding over in um, Amherst this past summer. And so I'm able to say, you know, this apple orchard wedding in Amherst, Ohio, find, you know, ideas for your barn wedding, or I can say cornfield photos and just pull from that blog. Um, so yeah, so that that I get, think that's a really good example of don't be complacent and just keep going. I love that. I absolutely love it. Now you got me thinking that I need to be doing more on Pinterest. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, but you're right. And you know what? It's worth it. It's like when you look at these businesses and what we get to do, like if, if you want to have your own business and live your dream job, take pictures for a living, um, that there certainly is, is there's work to be done, but I think it's absolutely worth it. Allison, where can people find you online? Yeah, so I am online at allisonhopkins.com, two L's. 
Um, you can also find me on Instagram at Allison Hopkins Photography. And this is kind of a new thing. It's actually not a ton of personal friends and family know about this, but I, I would be happy to share. Um, I actually opened up another studio. Uh, I met my goal for bookings this year through AHP, and I actually just hired on a couple of new photographers to work for a different one. Um, so if you're interested in that, it's actually called violetroadstudio.com. Nice. Violet Grove? Uh, Violet Road. Violet Road. Nice. VioletRoadStudio.com. Allison, thank you so much. Thank you for the inspiration, the direction, uh, the very practical work that you did uh, to make this a success for you. I hope that other people follow in your footsteps and do the same for themselves. Appreciate you so much. Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me. Yes. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for listening to today's episode. Look, if you guys are in this place where you are wanting to kickstart it right, right? Like, like the person that we're talking about right now, you're starting your business out, you're moving to a new location. I want to direct you to something that is freaking amazing. And I made it and I get that that sounds potentially uh, slightly, maybe a little arrogant, but it's just from the feedback that I've received. It's really freaking good. So head to sixfigurephotography.com forward slash start. And I put together a seven day crash course. It's, it's like, and honestly, even if you're a photographer who's been in the industry for a while and you're trying to figure out what's, what's next, how to scale, like how to, how to not be complacent, right? Like, well, is there something else that I could be doing? Um, sixfigurephotography.com forward slash start has a ton of resources. It's a seven day crash course, uh, that I just poured my everything into. And, uh, and I just want to encourage you guys to go check it out. You will not be disappointed. If you're disappointed, email let me and, and, and let me know you're disappointed. Um, <laughs> But it's free, so there. So take that. Um, you guys, thank you so much for listening to today's episode. We'll see you in the next one. Uh, thanks, everyone. Bye.